Hello, friend. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. This is Pastor Pitts Evans. On this podcast, we read and discuss one chapter of God's Word per episode. Let's go now to the Bible and see what the Lord has for us today. 2 Peter chapter 2 But there were also false prophets among the people, just as there will be false teachers among you. They will secretly introduce destructive heresies, even denying the sovereign Lord who bought them, bringing swift destruction on themselves. Many will follow their depraved conduct and will bring the way of truth into disrepute. In their greed, these teachers will exploit you with fabricated stories. Their condemnation has long been hanging over them, and their destruction has not been sleeping. For if God did not spare angels when they sinned, but sent them to hell, putting them in chains of darkness to be held for judgment, if He did not spare the ancient world when He brought the flood on its ungodly people, but protected Noah, a preacher of righteousness, and seven others, if He condemned the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah by burning them to ashes and made them an example of what is going to happen to the ungodly, and if He rescued Lot, a righteous man, who was distressed by the depraved conduct of the lawless, for that righteous man, living among them day after day, was tormented in his righteous soul by the lawless deeds he saw and heard. If this is so then the Lord knows how to rescue the godly from trials and to hold the unrighteous for punishment on the day of judgment. This is especially true of those who follow the corrupt desires of the flesh and despise authority. Bold and arrogant, they are not afraid to heap abuse on celestial beings. Yet even angels, although they are stronger and more powerful, do not heap abuse on such beings when bringing judgment on them from the Lord. But these people blaspheme in matters they do not understand. They're like unreasoning animals, creatures of instinct, born only to be caught and destroyed, and like animals, they too will perish. They will be paid back with harm for the harm they have done. Their idea of pleasure is to carouse in broad daylight. They are blots and blemishes, reveling in their pleasures while they feast with you. With eyes full of adultery, they never stop sinning, They seduce the unstable. They're experts in greed, an accursed brood. They have left the straight way and wandered off to follow the way of Balaam, the son of Bezer, who loved the wages of wickedness. But he was rebuked for his wrongdoing by a donkey, an animal without speech, who spoke with a human voice and restrained the prophet's madness. These people are springs without water and mists driven by a storm. Blackest darkness is reserved for them, for they mouth empty, boastful words, and by appealing to the lustful desires of the flesh, they entice people who are just escaping from those who live in error. They promise them freedom, while they themselves are slaves of depravity, for people are slaves to whatever has mastered them. If they have escaped the corruption of the world by knowing our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and are again entangled in it, and are overcome, they are worse off at the end than they were at the beginning. It would have been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than to have known it, and then to turn their backs on the sacred command that was passed on to them. Of them the Proverbs are true, a dog returns to its vomit and a sow that is washed returns to her wallowing in the mud. 
Peter warns all of his early readers, and us by extension, about false prophets and false leaders in the church. We need to be aware that in all generations of the Church of Jesus Christ, there have been impostors speaking heresy and bringing their own desires, their own lust, their own sin nature into the church and claiming to have revelation from the Lord. So we read in verse 1, there were also false prophets among the people, just as there will be false teachers among you. And friends, you can take that as a prophecy from the Apostle Peter. There will be false teachers among the people of God. Peter goes on to say, They will secretly introduce destructive heresies, even denying the sovereign Lord who bought them, bringing swift judgment on themselves. Many will follow their depraved conduct and will bring the way of truth into disrepute. This way of truth, of course, that Peter is referring to is the gospel of Jesus Christ, living by the words of Jesus, living by uh, the teachings of Christ, living according to the Bible and not according to the lust of the flesh. Continuing with Peter's thoughts on these wicked people, in their greed, these teachers will exploit you with fabricated stories. Their condemnation has long been hanging over them, and their destruction has not been sleeping. And so Peter prophesied that there would be false teachers and leaders among Christians. Ultimately, they will be held accountable before Almighty God. But in the meantime, they're bringing um, an attempt to God's people to lead them astray. Some of these false prophets, false teachers, false leaders do not even realize that they're confused or deceived in their own imaginations. Others are well aware that they are leading many astray. Whatever the case, friends, you need to be very careful what you allow to come into your spirit from so-called leaders in the body of Christ. People can have a great influence on you, and um, I don't consider it a small thing that you've chosen to listen to my voice today. I want to hold myself accountable before God in all things with the reality that one day I'll stand before God with the things that I've taught you here and now. And so I do the best that I can to be honest and forthright and to live a life pleasing to the Lord when I'm not speaking publicly. In verse 4, we read, If God did not spare angels when they sinned, but sent them to hell, putting them in chains of darkness to be held for judgment, if he did not spare the ancient world when he brought a flood on its ungodly people, but protected Noah, a preacher of righteousness, and seven others, If he condemned the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah by burning them to ashes and made them an example of what's going to happen to the ungodly, it goes on to say, if this is so, then the Lord knows how to rescue the godly from trials and to hold the unrighteous for punishment on the day of judgment. You see, friends, these things that Peter went through are examples of what's going to happen to the ungodly. Sodom and Gomorrah, the flood, etc. These things are examples of what the ultimate outcome will be for those who reject Jesus Christ. And so we need to be aware of the fact that today there's an opportunity to bow the knee to Jesus Christ. Each of us need to bow uh, spiritually in our hearts before the Lord, confess our sins, and receive Christ. And if we've already received Christ, we need to live holy before the Lord. The Lord says, be holy as I am holy, and he doesn't take that lightly. Peter goes on to talk about the arrogance of some people in not understanding our place before God. In verse 10, he says, This is especially true 
holding the ungodly for punishment. This is especially true of those who follow the corrupt desire of the flesh and despise authority. Bold and arrogant, they're not afraid to heap abuse on celestial beings. Yet even angels, although they are stronger and more powerful, do not heap abuse on such beings when bringing judgment on them from the Lord. But these people blaspheme in matters they do not understand. They're like unreasoning animals, creatures of instinct, born only to be caught and destroyed, and like animals, they too will perish. Friends, this is talking about those who claim to be advanced in spiritual things, you know, calling on principalities and powers to submit to their tremendous authority and demanding angels do this, that, or the other. Peter calls these people bold and arrogant. Now, I recognize that the scriptures say that we do have authority over demons and so forth, but this talks about believers and um, Christians going beyond what is written and slandering celestial beings. I like that uh, expression, heaping abuse on celestial beings. That's both evil and good. Remember, the Bible goes on to say that even the archangel Michael, uh, when disputing with Satan over the body of Moses, did not rebuke Satan to his face, but he said, the Lord rebuke you. How often do you hear well-intentioned Christians saying things boldly against angels or against the devil as if they, in their own strength and their own authority, had the ability to command these celestial beings. Friends, the Lord has been given all authority, and we are uh, subservient to the Lord Jesus Christ. We say what he says, we agree with what he says, we agree with what the Bible teaches, but we're not to go beyond what the Bible teaches. Continuing with this group of uh, deceivers, Peter writes, These people are springs without water, and mist driven by a storm. Blackest darkness is reserved for them, for they mouth empty boastful words, and by appealing to the lustful desires of the flesh, they entice people who are just escaping from those who live in error. They promise them freedom, while they themselves are slaves of depravity, for people are slaves to whatever has mastered them. And so I want to ask you today, friends, are you a slave to the lustful desires of the flesh? Are you yourself living in some sort of depravity, whether sexual depravity or some other? The Bible says people are slaves to whatever has mastered them. Has something mastered you? Has alcohol mastered you? Have drugs mastered you? Have sexual sins mastered you? Does greed have mastery over your life? Does gluttony have mastery over your life? Whatever these things are, if you are a slave to them, you're out of the will of God. Jesus has come to set the captives free. Both me and you and all who will call on the name of Jesus Christ can be set free from their chains of bondage. We're not to be like unreasoning animals. We're to be reasoning Christians, aware of the fact that we will all give an account in the day of judgment. The Lord has created us to be in relationship with Him and to live according to His principles. This life was intended for people who will live in such a manner. And to live life to its fullest, we must live in agreement with the Word of God. Father, I thank You for everyone who's listening. I pray, Lord, that they would not submit to the lustful desires of the flesh. I pray that they would not be slaves of anything that has mastered them except for slaves of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
no longer in bondage to any type of depravity or sin, Lord. I pray that you would break every chain today. Lord, free up your people to serve you, to pursue you in truth and righteousness. Lord, may we be holy as you're holy. Teach us your ways. Reveal your Son to us in ever-increasing measure. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.